money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. But today's tip specifically is about the follow-up and follow-through. And I mentioned this just slightly earlier as we were kind of getting started together. And I want to just tell you guys, if you are ever in a situation where you're not getting a property under contract and you're feeling like the seller is just like, ah, everyone says no, right? What does no mean? What does no mean? What's the real definition of no? Who are my salespeople in the room? It means not right now. It means not yet, right? So, so uh, I will tell you guys, all of your money is in the follow-up and follow-through. All of your money is in the follow-up and follow-through. Only, always, only, always. Do you think everyone who you, you talk to is immediately going to want to say, yes, I want to sign with you, right? Are they going to want to think it over? Are they going to want to talk to other people? Are they going to want to, sometimes uh, Phil and I refer to this as the deal needs to bake. The deal needs to bake, right? I know the seller's motivated right? The ever all, all, you know, it's like, I'm reading the symptoms on the wall, right? I'm reading all the symptoms. This seller is motivated, but they're acting like they're not right. Because the symptoms haven't really caught up to them yet. So what that means is, man, I, I just like to I just throw in some vaccine and, you know, COVID related uh, jokes is because this is a, <laughs> it's not a joking matter. Uh, but uh, it, it does, it does kind of feel like that. It's like, how is this patient presenting? Well, this patient is presenting like, you know, I, I'm looking at all the stats and I see there's a major problem here. They're kind of looking around and saying, yeah, well, I'm standing up. I feel pretty good. I think I got, I think I got a little bit of time. So guys, you have to be able to push past that. You have to push past their understanding and you have to ask for, and one of the things that I love is to present ourselves as plan B, right? So plan A for a lot of motivated would be or should be motivated sellers is is I'm just going to wait until I win the lottery right because you know that's the next obvious choice right I'm just going to wait until I win the lottery and then this whole house situation with me being behind on payments and going to foreclosure that's just going to immediately take care of itself right I'm going to get a loan for I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna right so why don't you allow yourself to be plan b for someone which is essentially saying hey if plan A, if the lottery doesn't work out, if the leprechaun doesn't come, if rainbows don't shoot out of your house by tomorrow, right? Let me get in there. Let me help you now. So the way that I do that typically is I'll have them sign a contract that says if their plan A works out, right? Insert plan A here, then they don't have to close with me. But if it doesn't, then I already have the contract over at the title company, which allows me to do what? Get the title commitment, which allows me to do what? be able to close very quickly on the house in the event or not in the event, but when that plan A does not happen. And literally I've talked to sellers who were a month or two months or three months out from auction and I follow up with them and they're not ready. Why? Because they're still baking, right? Except it's, except it's not a, it's not, it's not a good oven. It's, it's an easy bake oven, which is, uh, right. So that easy bake oven is just like taking forever, right? So finally it's ready. Finally it's ready. And sometimes it's ready too late. What does that mean? Sometimes it's, 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 it's overdone. Sometimes I don't have enough time to help them. But if I would have been an offered to be their plan B, if I would have gotten under contract or I would have gotten all the work done at the title company, if I would have gotten all the work done at, by getting the payoff or getting the reinstatement, I could have gotten that deal. 
right? So you can either follow up and follow through and or you can combine it, right? So we win on combinations of strategies by following up and following through and being their plan, uh, plan and as well as being their plan uh, B. So a lot of times people will ask me, well, how often should I follow? How many of you guys have thought like, well, how often should I follow up with someone? Okay, one person? Really? Okay, a couple of people. Here's the answer. Please write this down. Until they are dead or until they've sold the house to somebody else. Okay? And oh, by the way, there's an asterisk after until they are dead. And that is when they are dead, or if, if they become dead, then now you follow up with who? Their heirs, right? And then how? And then the next question is, well, how often should I follow up with their heirs? Until they're dead <laughs> or until they sell the house to someone else, right? But listen, somebody's going to get that deal. Somebody's going to get that deal. And is the person, is it going to be the person who takes no for no? No. Is it going to be a person who says, takes not right now for no, right? That's your translator. I want all of you guys to have a little uh, investor translator ring. Because some people don't have that decoder ring. And that's the decoder ring that you need to have. And I'll tell you guys, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel uncomfortable. And I heard uh, this saying from an Olympic athlete. Uh, she, she described, you know, what she does. And when she does it best, uh, she does something she calls it commits, commit to the trick. Commit to the trick. Because if you're half-hearted or if you're half-committed and you're doing a double whammy somersault, right, how, how likely are you going to land and stick that, that trick? The, the answer is you're not. So get out of your comfort zone and commit to the trick. Get out of your comfort zone and do that follow-up and do that follow-through because that is where all of your money is. Because uh, most sellers, and I will tell you, most sellers, it's not, it, they're not ready. And it's, all that means is not now. And you need to be there for them when they are ready. Otherwise, it's simply going to be the next person that uh, actually reaches out to them. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.